ho ho ho. Hallo. Ho ho hello. <laughs> hello, hello. We are the Namaste Boys. Hail, <laughs> <laughs> hail, Santa Claus oh. is in jail. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, welcome, welcome. This, uh, to part 2 of the Winter Warmers Seasonal Video Namaste Podcast. Ooh, yeah. we're on, it's the fourth cup of tea? I'm on my fourth, you're clear, you're easily. Fifth or sixth maybe? Danny had like three cup of, cups of tea here before we even started recording. Aye, <laughs> if, and then I, I had one this morning as well, so I've been patiently at his office. Well, I've had two coffees and this is my fourth cup of tea. I'm rattling. Do you, do and of course, it wouldn't be a video namaste unless we spent five minutes talking about tea. Christ <laughs> oh, <laughs> alive, man. It's what brings us Take together. Us right back to the first episode. Who was it that made the video namaste joke? <laughs> oh, we're much mature on that. <laughs> I totally. We're hosting us on the South Bank show. No <laughs> <laughs> <Me> tea there. <laughs> 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 so yes, we're talking about winter warmers. What what, what are winter warmers for the people who are maybe just tuning in? Watch the first episode. I can't be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cool. no uh, winter warmers. Danny done a really eloquent uh, description of winter warmers in the first episode. It was beautifully written. I think it printed out in computer <laughs> paper, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a wee quick summary. It's uh, non-seasonal. I I like non-Christmas unconventional films that you watch during the winter that make you feel all nice and warm and cosy could be mere nostalgic things or it could be possibly newer things but it's just things that have got that sort of essence to them that make it feel very cosy and warm and something you'd watch under the blanket on like a, like a rough Sunday at Christmas the wee tin of sweeties With a wee tin of sweeties mm. a wee a wee uh, a eating wee sort of cranberry candle lit. oh aye eating all the toffee pennies eating all the oh. <laughs> toffee pennies are good they're good. Uh, they're like because they're, they're a like task as well. Good. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna be busy for an hour with these three <laughs> sweeties. <laughs> you know, Let's see how good they're, they're actually good for you if you think about it. Because <laughs> you're not tanning the rest of the box because you're too tired and you've essentially got ecky jaw. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a big Ezra Miller to wear. <laughs> cut diamonds. Cut your dinner. Aye, aye. The toffee, toffee pennies all. all, aye, all but we've all so we've all chosen a winter warmer each and it's kind of uh, I mean they may not be your winter warmers warmers, but they're personally winter warmers for us they mean some to us for about this time of year and they could be they could just be films that you like as well that you're just happy to hear us chit chat about well hopefully that's why you're here to be honest (laughs) I know Uh, if you're not into that then uh, you might want to just go away if you're here for the tea chat (laughs) (laughs) you've heard it this is no another podcast about fucking cereal cars (laughs) (laughs) smear like cereal eaters (laughs) woo that's right oh I did like the idea of the rice (laughs) guy suffocating in his wee (laughs) (laughs) Captain Rick Put him down. Captain Rick, eh? That's his name, eh? Oh, eh? Captain Prick. <laughs> Imagine that, eh? These spacemen should be allowed freckles. 
Ken, there was a rumour that it wasn't freckles, but it was ricicles coming out of the skin. <laughs> <laughs> He's eaten that many. He's he's too many. He has become his own many. It's like osmosis. Ricicles are the harvested skin tags from (laughs) Captain Yeah, there's a wee bit of fishing wire as a a gift. Oh, Oh, man. So today we're going to be... (laughs) So today we're talking about rabid. David Cronenberg's film about skin tags. No, well, no, today we are talking about, and it's Danny's choice this episode. It is Dick Tracy. Oh, yeah. Take the bad men away. They scare me. Up, oh, bad men. Yeah, well, we got rights to you, you know. Can't do this, Tracy. The DA will say you're badgering witnesses. Get me, Mumbles. I don't know. 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 Where's Lips, man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where's Lips, man? So this is shtick. The like for me. Like obviously, try to pick a film that isn't Back to the Future Two was really tough. <laughs> so like, <laughs> um, I went with Dick Tracy because it genuinely is a film I watch every winter anyway. I try my best to, mm-hmm. and it's purely down to the fact that it was the big BBC One premiere and uh, Dick Tracy and oh, Penis it. Tracy <laughs> <laughs> and I mean Penis Traceworth. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I mean one like Christmas taping it and then just watching it over and over and over and over yeah, to the that's point that's where the saturation on the tape started to bleed and everything like that and it had this it just I it, it was something it was, that's there in me now it's embedded mm-hmm. so it's the big huge Hollywood film and now it's got this weird Christmas attachment just through pure uh, incident you know the fact that it was aired at Christmas mm-hmm. and um, but it does also kind of fall under the category of almost fantasy and things like that in terms of oh, uh, it's a completely fantastical world it's smiles uh, away aye smiles away and um, it it, it's just raw escapism Aye. and that is precisely what I'm after when I want that comfort mm-hmm. you know I want to forget about everything in the real world I want to like get cosy I want to watch a film with the colour palette of five primary colours Aye. you know and like big <laughs> guys and makeup there's only three <laughs> three primary colours in there there's only three primary colours I've been a fanny no, the extra two one. you made up wait so you've got blue you've got yellow uh-huh. You've got red. Correct. What about green and all that? They know. They're green is. Colors. Are they? No, green is they. Green's blue and yellow mixed together. Oh shit! So, so it is. Fucking. Orange is red and yellow mixed together. And brown is yellow and. Brown's oil. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that from school at least. Brown's the, the painters. The painters brush water. <laughs> right. I didn't. I'm. I'm not. Mate, half ten primary colours for you, man. <laughs> It's, it's your day. It's your day, Aye. man. It's my acky fuck it is. You're getting brain numbers wrong, I know. <laughs> we can't be divided by oneself. Does that mean that I'm a primary number? <laughs> We're all primary numbers and gods, man. Anyway, Danny, sorry. The, what I was going to say was just, just as a wee quick fire, the thing that I really like about Dick Tracy and the thing that I've always liked about it even as a Wayne, like obviously you're not looking for that as a child, but 
there's no real message behind it. Right. It's not like saying something like secretly about like the government or Cold War, and it's literally just like baddies, goodies. That's it. Yeah, and it's, that's just that's just really great. Yep, mm. and like the, it doesn't matter that the plot falls to bits. Nah, <laughs> you know, well, Disney really is just like kind of wanes a wee bit near the end. But the the fact is, it's like the 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 style is is first. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's what comes first. Yeah, that's priority. It's pure aesthetic. Aye, it is one hundred percent pure uh, aesthetic, and when it's that good. It's fine. It's one hundred percent fine with me. My first time seeing Dick Tracy. Oh, was it? Oh, where are you go, man? Interesting story about Dick Tracy. Personal story. Um, seeing again? No, no, oh. <laughs> no. I was meant to go to the cinema to see it. Ah. Uh, me, my brother, my mum, my stepdad. Was it ni- ninety? Ninety. Ninety. Ah, ninety. Because uh, I was living in Bathgate, okay. and um, yeah, my parents had an argument. We never went. Oh. <laughs> you should have sat them down and made them watch it. <laughs> you just got them in the room for this viewing. Get fucking in there. They, well, they won't remember that. But if I tell them that, they will not remember. But that, for some reason, that sticks in my head. It's like, oh, we're going to the cinema. Oh, no. <laughs> well, oh, watching it now for the first time, then that must have been good because there's literally nothing else like it, right? Mm. And, like, particularly that. Type of humour uh, me if you will. It's the first Sin City. I I will go with uh, that. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to get angry there. No. <laughs> the first. The, no, I mean, it's, it's like straight. It's just fucking hundreds of splash pages, uh, and it's like it basically it's that, and it's the the type of film that I love. You pause it, you can put it on your wall. But hold on, <laughs> so do you want to just ex- uh, explain the plot just a wee bit, or what Dick Tracy is? I just, just, like just for a day, just in case. I'm not right. Saying. So Dick Tracy is a detective who uh, was an old comic book character. He was in the back of newspapers and things like that throughout the twenties. I think maybe he started it. Can't mind. Uh, anyway, uh, and uh, he's it's it's he's basically kind of based on a whole bunch of people throughout history, like Elliot Ness and things like that. And uh, I, it's just a simple cops and robbers kind of thing like it's like he's a, a detective a mobster he's, and uh-huh. he's fighting mobsters yeah, he's, he's, he's fighting off it's like an old serial bugs. kind of thing uh-huh. uh, yeah yeah an old serial comic so like it does have that kind of Sunday afternoon uh, um, serial adventure mm-hmm. thing going on so that in itself is kind of Christmassy and um, I like short of that, like really the plot I don't know where to start. It's just daft. Uh, it's <laughs> well, just, do you know what's funny? I, I I had no idea going into it that the all the facial prosthetic stuff oh, to make them yes. all look like cartoons, basically. Aye, that's amazing. It's, it's so good, isn't it? Mental. And like something that's so fucking interesting about it is they're getting folk like Paul Sorvino in that. You don't know. even know it's him. I His know. lips. Aye, aye, aye. You know, you don't know. It's fucking Paul Sorvino. And Hoffman. Uh, and I. Flip right. So oh, what, what? Hoffman. See, Mumbles. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. No idea. Mumbles is incredible. Like, again, (laughs) (laughs) Kills it every time. Aye, Mumbles. I I, I mumble, like, I love it when you have a moment like that when you're watching a film, but when they bring in Mumbles and they do that whole thing, and I'm like, I can't, I can't even believe this is real. I, I like see at the start when you've seen them doing their like their wee card game and that, and it's like they've got small face, right. and his face is just this tiny. Uh, guy. I like the like, like Erasmus, like he's just a tiny face in the middle of a giant head. Uh, <laughs> I or Keen, the singer for Keen, he's got it as well. Nimi Nimi Rapace, or Rumor Willis. She's got that going on oh, as well. Aye, she's got the wee face. I wee totty face and the wee, big wee head. totty lips, wee straw lips. <laughs> <laughs> 
just a wee slip my wee pen right in. Just <laughs> <laughs> to get a cocktail stick in there to wedge a job for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I like all that stuff, like the prosthetics of other guys, like they're so distinct. Ooh. And it, look, it looks like they've cast they've cast the people no for their acting skills, but how they look and how they knew they were going to shape them. Because it's like each guy, like the guys with the big noses, or like your main your main Irish lad out for justice. He's the guy with the curly hair. Yep, like, he's, like, like flat top. Aye, the uh-huh. guy that looks like the Mad Magazine. Aye, uh, yeah, yeah. Aye, aye. so aye, that's the boy. That's a bad if he. Um, well, he's in a ton of stuff, but he's he's, he's, he's bad in Stone Cold as well. He's in things that's, to do in Denver when you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Aye, aye, uh-huh. aye. Aye. He's like that guy, but it's like they all look like sort of hyper versions of themselves, mm-hmm. like yeah. hyper comic versions. Yeah, of yeah themselves. totally. It's like it's just like they're they've got this like the only film I can can like kind of compare it to is Ang Lee's Hulk, where uh-huh. they've literally just tried to or Sin City as well, aye. where they've just like you know basically mimicked what's on the page and put it to the big screen Mm -hmm. but the difference between uh, what sets Dick Tracy apart from literally every other comic book adaptation is that it maintains like that look throughout I think so many other comic book films have like a a strong idea and a a good um, intention Mm -hmm. But they like they never really live it up. Whereas the aesthetic and Dick Tracy just because you, you can't deviate from that. Yeah. No. You've got these stunning, huge matte paintings. These gorgeously lit. It's so it's like unbelievable, it's yeah. you've got uh, the cinematographer is a guy called Vittorio Storaro, mm-hmm. and he worked on like Chinatown and a whole bunch. Always fucking Italians. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I know. Like Big Spinotti like, that done um, Manhunter on that day. Yep, yep, and man on Fire as well. It's like fucking Italians, man. They just, I. It's like he specifically though. He's worked on so many huge, huge films, and this is where Warren Beatty, who wrote and directed it, yeah. co-wrote and directed that comes into play like he obviously pulled his he's a big Hollywood hitter he's like you know considered and respected a classic actor yeah I bet you like I, it's weird growing up knowing who like he's the guy that uh, was like the song You're So Vain is about him you know like that's how I'd, I always have that Warren Beatty memory like that's Ken how I know who he is Celtic's goalkeeper Scott Bain they sing you yeah, probably think this song is about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Aye, so like he's he's got in like a whole it's like a big vanity project as well. Aye. So he's got in basically all his pals. Fucking the cast in this film is unreal. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it's like there's even cast members in there who are unrecognisable under all that makeup. Yeah. And they're basically just happy to help out big Hollywood hitter. And there's like this film never really has an intention to be an Oscar winner. Aye. It's just a guy trying to make a film that he really likes. Aye. And like I'll get into the history of it in a wee bit because it is interesting and it wasn't Warren Beatty's to start with. But no, it, it is it, it was your weeping pool of humanity. John Landis. No, <laughs> Tim Bottom. No, I no, it was nearly I was so John Landis was initially like he basically wrote the first draft and was involved mm. in pushing for it, but it was supposed to be more slapstick. That explains why it's and, two fucking hours long. Though. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, what happened was the um, Twilight Zone incident happened, uh, and he was in court for that, and right. then it ended up never getting developed under his name. So Warren Beatty expressed Walter Hill was attached right. to it at one That's point correct. as well, and it was here. supposed to be dead gritty. Wow. Like, uh-huh. so like, can you imagine Nick Nolte in that? <laughs> I mean, it would be genuinely perfect, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Scorsese as well and yeah. Bob Foss yeah, yeah. the guy that done Star 80 and All That Jazz he yeah. was meant to direct it All That Jazz I thought that was Roy Scheider that directed that no, All he's, That Jazz no he's in it I'm sure he directed that as well no I thought Bob Fosse was in 
with they directed all that jazz because I think it does mm. start eighteen all that jazz. I'm sure. If no, it's like one of the sort of ones like Chicago or. Aye, aye. But like, see, thinking mm. about the uh, Walter Hill connection, like mm-hmm. I was watching Streets of Fire, and um, no, I've got that fucking title wrong, wrong haven't I? No, no, no Streets of Fire, Street's Fire. musical. Aye, uh-huh. I like thinking about how that's like. With Michael Parry. Like... Oh, that jaw lad. <laughs> fucking that gaff with that jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome lad. Uh, Aye, he's a real wolf. Yeah, like I think it would have looked great, but nah, like I'm so glad it ended up in the hands of, of this fella because he got a lot, a lot, a lot of money uh, uh, back to this, and of course, because he was, he was, uh, he was uh, he moved on at the time. She obviously put they put Disney put money into uh, uh, getting shown her uh, judges. Madonna Madonna is in this and she she looks amazing. Like this oh, is probably like like the best she she's looking on screen. Like her, like even like her skin and that's like totally Oh she's fucking flawless, flawless you know what I mean? Um, but she's actually really good in it. Like she's not just like a <laughs> like she's actually like she's actually genuinely fucking uh, yeah, like fantastic in it and yeah. every time she's on screen you're genuinely like drawn to her because yeah. she has a she has a total like dame in it uh, and even although she's like coming in with a double entendres every single time like you're just like and they get worse and worse Aye. it just gets funnier for me <laughs> like so she comes in and she's just and he's like it's weird outside and she's like that is where is my Danny you know it's like <laughs> just basically re- like reduces herself like that but uh, that's fine like you know it's like it's as breathless Mahoney being being what she is, and um, I know, and this is going to lead us on nicely on a other cast members, of course, the best. Oh my God, I know Fucking it, yeah. Pacino. Oh my. I want him dead, both. I want this no face dead, and I want Tracy dead. What's the matter? You bums forgot how to kill people. Doesn't your work mean anything to you anymore? Have you no sense of pride in what you do? No sense of duty. No sense of destiny. I'm looking for generals! What do I got? Foot soldiers! I want Dick Tracy dead! Oh my god. Uh, Tot, like, see if has see if has opening scene Aye. right to his screaming death. <laughs> Just all the way through. He's up here! <laughs> there's no, like, oh sorry. <laughs> Did that clip? There's no, like, um, there's no, like, there's no, like, Flow is, but it's just constantly up high. His yeah. lips are so good, and he's like he's an insolent little really, child the whole time, uh, you know, just constantly. He's almost like a little hunchback like as well. Uh-huh. I, 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 I'm Slapping the look, what you did to your lovely a tuxedo. Is it walnuts? It's Everybody like, loves walnuts. Good for the liver. <laughs> good for the liver. Hey, Nietzsche. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Um, <laughs> I keep quoting presidents. <laughs> uh, I miss quoting as well. Right, that's, again, that's another good performance for We Missed Lines. Yep, We're totally. Like... Every time I watch it, there's something that I've either forgot about or not picked up on because it's just like total rapid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. a uh, private party. <laughs> <laughs> and see, do you know what talking about? So earlier on, we were talking about things that we say that like blades of dialogue we've picked up off films that are now in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, if I don't, if I miss hear someone, I do the Pacino. Who said it? <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like Pacino saw like a, a comedian doing like one of those Pacino impressions. Uh, he's, he's, I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. He's just having a fucking ball. And like, There's the big eyes and the uh-huh. uh, the uh, and, yeah. like and he's wee like he's wee middle bit like he's wee widow's peak on his lips. <laughs> <laughs> 
sweet cat's arsehole myth. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about Dick Tracy is like you never like it, it's a vanity project. But um, it gets basically like it never gets it's never known as a vanity project because mm-hmm. it was successful yeah. and good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, cause if it was like if it was a ta- if it tanked and it was shite, it'd be like, oh, it's a failed vanity project for fucking Warren Bay. But it's like it's really good. So maybe it's like it's a vanity project because it's a rounded like, film. You kind of get annoyed at this kind of vanity project as well because it's not uh, like it's not it's not a big it, Oscar contender. It's not uh, that, you know. Although like like you've got I think it maybe went up for a few technical awards and things like that but that's not what it was he was just wanting to make a film that meant a lot to him because mm-hmm. like his mum used to read him Dick Tracy when he was in bed and that and yeah, yeah, yeah it was a big part of his life and it, although he never spearheaded it for the start obviously as I say it was Landis and that like it, it, that initially had it like he picked it up and he made it his and he used his uh, he used his power and status in Hollywood to mm. actually get it done do you think like the first thing that hits me when I put it on um, and, and you're right there is nothing else like it but there's a hint when I put it on and it's probably it's a big big part of it's Danny Elfman but as soon as the credits I was like oh fuck Batman aye on the score like well, that was a big Batman. cynical move for the studio like, we, Batman was fucking huge aye. so like and then there was that we remember just after Batman came out there was that huge like influx of tons of comic book adaptations aye. like 1989 was Batman and then the next year you've got the fucking Dolph Lundgren Punisher oh, aye, and aye. then you've got Darkman and the Shadow and the Shadow Phantom everything like that all just blah, 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 blah. and the next but, six or seven years The Crow even like you had Blade and everything there's, there's well, well I was going to say that the, but the, um, the kind of matte painting style Dick Tracy uses colour a lot more but like that kind of mad over the top representation of the city mm-hmm. yep. it did kind of remind me a little bit of Gotham heavy in, moonlit too aye yeah, yeah the totally. uh-huh. aye, they're, aye. Like, but, but they're so close like... together I wonder I, I was like can it could that have happened I, I watched that initially I was like oh this I bet this has happened because of the success of Batman I would probably mm-hmm. have said so especially Elfman like that score Aye. I've got this I've got the, like, the Dick Tracy score on record and the Batman one and I listened to them for this to try and like see if the themes were a bit different but like I mean it's Pretty. I just want Like <laughs> even fucking... like even like there's like hintsy the theme the Batman theme in there, but we're like three notes changed, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's... But the stuff that isn't strictly just Elfman, it's more a repro- uh, like reproduction of music for that era. Tess's yeah. theme uh-huh. is gorgeous. Like yeah. I, I, I listen to that quite a bit. That's that that genuinely gets me going. Tess true. Heart. Tess I love, love Tess. You know that's John Malkovich's wife. Oh, there you go and she's also in our next pick she is I know aye. <laughs> um, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> she's, not, oh, she's shit. not she's not credited in it either is she not no, no. Mm. there you go mm. um, and where, so where are we again yeah, well, we're just talking about Danny Elfman. Da- ah, that was Fanny Feltman. So, this was Fanny Feltman. <laughs> Fanny Feltman. <laughs> Fanny Feltman. Fanny Delfman. <laughs> Hello. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a uh, Warren Beatty's first brush with a superhero film, by the way. Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you look close enough, he's never actually walking, he's just floating. <laughs> Got a big cape. Uh, he was in Richard Donner's Batman momentarily. Richard Donner's Batman? Richard Superman. Fucking hell, Danny. I shat my pants. I was like, how was the <laughs> He uh, got to the stage where he put on the cape and everything, and he, oh, aye, totally. and he, was, he looked it. at himself aye, and he was like, 
I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got the leg for it, though. Yeah, he's got that like all But he is, he is quite wee, though. It doesn't seem like he's quite a big, like imposing. a big broad. Ah, yeah, it's not like you know, I'm saying you need to be like six fucking. But Superman does, you know. Aye, aye. 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 So aye, that didn't happen, and I'm wondering if that maybe fueled him to get his own comic book hero right. film off the ground as well. Maybe I don't know. But um, the thing I can say most about Dick Tracy is that it's essentially like a gamey guess who, mm-hmm. like see guess, the... guess... <laughs> guess who, guess guess who does he have fucked up lips? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like see like the mad prosthetics and the weird faces, and that it is essentially oh, like a yeah, game yeah. against who. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it'd be good if they made a Dick Tracy guess who I suppose. Mister Trick, you fucking idiots! <laughs> if you go back in time, what one thing would you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill Hitler. I'd go back and make a Dick Tracy game for indie games. <laughs> Aye, so that's something, right? This film, it doesn't feel like the kind of film that would have like a toy line and everything like that, but it does. Mm-hmm. And it just it totally went under the radar. I don't think they sold that well. I mean, got a... Like Demolition Man toys as well. Aye, I know. R.I.P. Like, it was like gone to Toys R Us up at Kinnear Park, right? After UCI, the only time I ever got to go to like a big toy shop that wasn't in the toy bit and um, Gateway. What is? <laughs> <laughs> like was when uh, we would like the two times that we went to UCI when I was a wee guy, and um, I've seen these. There was two toy ranges, and I'm like, what the? Who? How do I know? Fucking no, but that's Police Academy toys. What? Fuck off! There's Police Academy toys. What? And like you get like actually. Like, what? What? <laughs> Sorry, that was like the exact tone of <laughs> And there's like, you know, like kind of like handcuffs and stuff like that, and a gun. It's not just actual toys, there's like police academy, you know, for, uh, what do you call it, like accessories and things like that. Oh, like, so like your wings could have like. Yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, uh-huh. And you had like, uh, like a, I think it was like a. That sounds like a phone like in that. Morse store. A mega you turn it on and it, make, it just makes a bobcat gold tweet. I wasn't supposed to be here today. <laughs> man, I'd love one of them. <laughs> That'd be actually good, eh? Aye. Like the Austin good. Powers one, you get people on the planet. <laughs> yeah, very <man. laughs> much. Or that one against the Simpsons. <laughs> go, go to hell, go, go, go to hell, go to hell. I love it. <laughs> Kiss my butt, kiss my butt. Go to hell, go to hell. I should have had like all the Dick Tracy toys and that, and like, I, I, I don't think they really sold particularly well. Maybe they did in America, but like watching this, it never really feels like a a, a kids' film. Yeah, I think it, it's. Again, there is nothing else like it. Cause it's like for adult wins. Aye, exactly. It's like you can tell that it's a guy, a grown man, fulfilling his childhood, one of his childhood dreams uh-huh. is to see his hero on the big screen. Yeah. He's beautiful done girls. Set in the night switch. Nothing ever changes in the ridge, man. <laughs> um, yeah, again, another good cameo is uh, Kathy Bates. Aye. As a as the typer as a typist in the oh, interrogation room. I don't miss all of this. Aye, mum. <laughs> and she's like stressed out, she can't understand mumbles. There's a nice gag as well when at the end the, he just drops uh, it all and then the, just speaks normally. Good, the man. twist with mumbles with the tape recorder. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Big boy did. Big boy did it. <laughs> he's like, shaking himself. Fucking He's sweating fucking uh, buckets. That's the thing. It's like you never expect. Like Warren Beatty seems like a kind of dry, salty guy almost. Uh, and like you make a film like this that is hysterical at times. Like, yeah. it absolutely cracks me up. Did you notice Call Meanie? I did. Uh, he was like, is like he's in one shot Aye. and he's out of focus. Well. <laughs> and he's like, we'll go and get him over there and he just runs out of screen and that's it. I mean, I was like, then oh, fucking f- James Can shows up as well. You're like, Aye. <laughs> I think there's something to Davy Misery. Uh, like, it's either, I don't know if Warren Beatty was either got to be in it or direct it. Right. Misery. But that's why Kathy Bates and James Can. Oh, right. Are in okay. Right. And then James Can and Al Pacino being together is obviously their godfather connection. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Aye, that's so pretty that's, cool. In the same room as well. In the same room. Like, kind of having a wee, like... That's a pity. A wee tip. <laughs> let him go, let him go. <laughs> oh, okay. Al Pacino's other amazing line. You just said goodbye to oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's class. It is, eh? So yeah. good. So, and um, something else I think it, like, Fucking, I could go on for hours about is just the production design yeah. alone. So this guy called Richard Silbert, and uh, I looked up his IMDb, and he's basically the Art Deco guy. <laughs> like no. he's, he's done a whole bunch of stuff. You know, be surprised, like like a bunch of mobster films and that as well. Like, he done Under the Cherry Moon as well. He was uh, the production designer right, for that. So that okay. obviously that makes sense. All right. And uh, and like I'm like I'm basically going through his IMDb list and I'm like I, some of these films look fucking rank yeah. but I'm going to I'm going to watch them <laughs> I'm going to get them a go because there's like I can't remember the name of the guy but the guy the production designer for Blade Runner as well he done like Super Mario Brothers 2 like, of course like, so that's what's that's and honestly that's one of the things that really draws me to that film it's production design alone and if it's a film that's just about pure escapism and the production design solid enough yeah. I'll watch it because I'm that shallow that's, that's what I need to <laughs> You know, about like, no. Blade <laughs> Runner meets Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I what I was going to say was I actually had to make a list of this because I noticed that the, the the last time me and you watched Dick Tracy at my house, and mm-hmm. like it was like clicking with me that there was hundreds of sort of like nineties films with that art deco yeah, scale. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I actually had to make a list of them. I made a list on Letterbox of them, but I've got them here, uh-huh. and it's like there's fucking rakes of them that were that were art deco at that time, like Dick Tracy, The Shadow. Two Jakes, the Aye. Chinatown sequel, yeah. uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, The Mask, yeah. Pleasantville, Lost Highway, Rocketeer, The Phantom, Hudsucker, Cast a Deadly Spell, Bullets Over Broadway, Dark City, Batman Returns, uh, Black Scorpion 2, The 13th Floor, Barton Fink and Gattaca. Like, oh, they've, yeah, all, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they've all got that, yep. that like, yeah. big Davenport kind of style and yeah. all that. It's, it's like, like kind of time, the cyclical... Uh, it's like 50s to 80s to ice. 80s to like the 2010s. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But just, like, I kept noticing it. I think it was just there was a run of films I was watching at that time. I was like, that's mainly that fucking Art Deco stuff in the 90s. And, like, obviously your Batman animated series is oh, yeah, that's... built upon that, you know? Uh, yep. And that's that's why Dick Tracy kind of feeds into that... That wee that wee time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Aye, aye. And it's uh, and I think that's like the kind of the more like obtuse like example <laughs> of that. It's like fucking. But you need if you're going to go that like I admire this film so much because it, it does chuck everything into it. Yeah. It's like this isn't a half hour thing. They they fucking they work on that aesthetic. And they're committed to that, and like the the look, the feel, everything never shifts. 
and it's very rare that any film kind of achieves that. Yeah. It really is. And it is a miracle that any film gets made. Like, the more I learn about filmmaking, the more I hear up, like, actual filmmakers talk about it. Yeah. Any film getting made is a miracle. And for a film like this to get made is an even bigger miracle. Disney money, an Oscar-winning actor, director behind mm. it, and this, like, solid, uh, like, steady, regular, like, aesthetic that never ever shifts it's, it's funny when you see a film like that even just watching it the other night it was like a, yeah I mean it's the thing you said earlier about how there is nothing like it but it wasn't like it was I can't Dick Tracy is one of those films that's sort of I've always been aware of and I know it's there but I've never even you don't even see clips of that I've never mm-hmm. caught it, a bit of it on the telly or anything like that so when uh, I sat down to watch it I was like it was just the whole thing was a surprise like the whole <laughs> thing because I had no idea what it was like tonally, what it looked like. I just remember Plus Warren the, Beatty. And the then, high def version is yeah, oh, ah, powdery. It's powdery, beautiful. And then, um, aye, it's it's amazing. It's amazing when a film like that stands alone and has no sequel or anything like that as well. Because it's just like, you know, you, it feels like you found something unusual. And it's nice. Yeah, yeah. And also Madonna looks minty, didn't it? <laughs> her, her like her solo soundtrack for it. Yeah, it's really good. Aye, aye, really totally hanky panky. Oh, what a tune! Lovely. <laughs> what a tune! I can't believe Warren Beatty was kissing her at the time. That's mental. Smoochie smoochies. Smoochie beaches. No. I'm really, really, yeah, really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. So uh, that, see that? I just wanted to say, see the matte painting. The big graveyard with a big fuck off moon that Dick oh, Van Dyke fucking gorgeous, eh? Holy shit! Like uh, that's amazing. And the car like driving away for that scene and everything's just yep. so See what gets me is like, I, there are times where like there are some blended shots where I'm like, I, I'm still trying to figure out how exactly they they done it. Mm-hmm. And like you said that uh, in an interview that I found online. That he tried to make, uh, like he tried as many in camera effects as possible, mm-hmm. so that the world felt real and like I it was all shot, like in um, like in basically Disneyland, <laughs> it was all shot and like LA backlots and everything like that, and you can tell. And again, that's like a big part of escapism for me is like a film that is set in another world. Doesn't it strictly have to be fantasy either. Mm. It just feels like a completely different world. And I love the idea of people getting together and building this one set, this, like, you know, and it, it feeling tangible and it's there and it's been made and it's not that horrible, homogenised, digital, Aye. you know, fucking, like, mm. the one castle they have on file at Weta. <laughs> just use that again. You know, a film It's still good, like, it's still good. <laughs> uh, a film that looks like it could literally have been shot in one room. You know? um, no, I think a lot about like what you're talking about. I think about the shot in the scene when he's beating up the old guy, the um, the dad. Yep, in the shed. In the shed, in the shed, rocking back and forth. Yeah. But I noticed there's a lot of those shots where obviously they've just they all they've had to do is film a wee square. Yeah. And, and stick then, it in this big, incredible, big wide shot, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's really lovely for stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but like they they done the the whole. Um, like filming through matte, obviously the glass panels. Mm. So they would like, um, like prepare the shot, have it all painted right. out, and then just film like, uh, a little. Yeah, no, that kind of works because you, know? you can f- you can still feel the distance. Yeah, yeah totally. They're exactly. still they're obviously uh, shooting it from a distance. So, Kim, right. um, yeah. kind of you're saying it feels like it's it's in we world. Kim, what when I was watching it again, I was thinking what actually else exists in that world, which is Moonwalker. Mm-hmm. Other says like Moonwalker's very of that kind of cartoony, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. bizarro world that feels like it could be in Dick Tracy. Yeah, totally. You know Aye. what I mean? Uh-huh. 
Aye, and when you go, when you watch a film like that, and you come away with it, you're like, I've, I've just been in this wee world for a while. That's nice. We've got in my notes. Pure escapism. Aye, aye, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what it's all about. And when um, I was when I was p- going through my other options, like it was like I say, it was kind of tough for me to, to get the actual top five. But I found like one big correlating factor be- between them all, and it was that it was just that total escapism, and like whether or, like regardless of. Uh, uh, if it was like a film for the 80s or a film for the 90s whatever mm-hmm. like they were all it was all total escapism with the exception of Rocky Balboa like oh, that was a big oh, one yeah. for me that was tough for me to not talk about but I figured enough people have talked about Rocky Balboa oh, but for me that's like that's a big cuddle oh, that's what that is that's not really particularly escapism that's, that's, if anything that's like quite Verity, <laughs> <laughs> as much as it can be with that walking purse. Oh, that, like, did feel, that film felt really nice watching in the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yep, Rocky Balboa. And it's, you yeah. get a nice, a nice good, a nice greet. Good greet. A big fucking film. empty. Aye, <laughs> exactly. Like bleeding the radiator. <laughs> 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 black tears, brown tears. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Until you got the big Gaza tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the rest were all like What's this, films like is this your other? Um, other ones I so okay. like I whittled it down to five and it's Rocky Balboa was the first one I was just like right Rocky Balboa every winter I watch that film and it's just yeah it's nice and cosy and uh, the other one was one that was always on if we had snow ins in school mm-hmm. you ever have a snow in at school? Uh, yeah. yeah like it happened to us like about three or four times maybe it's like it's a lot it's a lot of times for that ham your PG room had uh, wrestling cartoons came like the Hulk Hogan WWF like wrestling <laughs> ah, cartoons yeah. they had Raymond videos so that was Fuck. what we usually watched in the PG room nice all we had was fucking Grease <laughs> oh jeez oh, Grease oh, and no. um, what was the other one Men in Tights Hey, Weird. I like man tights. <laughs> I do remember actually. I had the um, the remember that the first Simpsons tape that came out. Bart the General. No, no, I mean the ones that were compilations, and it was the X Files one. Yeah, I took that X Files one at the school towards the end of the holidays, and I I just remember like being in classes and other kids poking their head in, it's like. Reggie, have you got that Simpsons tape? <laughs> Can I borrow it? See, the other cool guys had <laughs> porns. <laughs> well, it's more, it's like they were taking it to class to watch it in the class. You see? Yeah, yeah. A... Well, the, the one that we had, well, one of the ones we had um, was The Witches. Oh, so, oh fucking yeah. way. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, you're right. We I watched that. The Witches in school. Oh, um, my God. I know. That like, film genuinely traumatised me and Shannon as children. Like, actually, uh, no joke, we're still talking about it now. Like, that is the scariest thing we've ever scary. fucking seen in our life. Yeah. I was really scared of people take, like, when I was watching V when I was a wee boy. I hated when they took off their uh, faces. Mm-hmm. That freaked me the fuck out. It's just, it's just the makeup and it's how it's shot. How, like, how it's shot. Because, like, we had it on a double tape where it was Challenging the Chocolate Factory at the start. And then the second half was witchy, so it was like, hey, oh my fucking <laughs> god. Uh, Horrid, and it, man. Exactly, yeah. it's like, oh, rest in peace, Nick Rogue. I know, I've seen that. Aye. Aye. Like, he, um, the if way you've not seen any of Nick Rogue films, uh, I would watch them. Like, um, absolutely. Walk about, Bad Timing, uh, Man Who Fell Earth, yeah. Don't Look Now, Witches, like, solid filmmaking. Walk about is unbelievable. Like, when you, you think about him. his run between. Like, I think it was like Man of Fell Earth, and then, well, don't let now walk about and all these witches, all these films at once. You're like, fucking yeah, hell, man. Yeah. That's, that's a full lifetime career, let alone like a, de- a decade or so. Like, they mm. were all released. Insane. But I, The Witches was a big one. We watched it a, a lot, and it reminds me of Christmas. And it was also Fuck Penny me, Under man. Christmas as well. 
Like, it was, that was... Honestly, I can't get him worse. Even now, thinking of watching The Witches, oh, I'm genuinely not going. I've not seen it since I was wee. It genuinely traumatised me. I've not seen it since I was wee. I'm not joking. It's great, no, it's great. Turning the laddies into, like, mice and that. Fucking horrid. And, like, they all start getting all smoky and all melty. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the other one I watched in school, and the... What do you call? What was the room? What was your room called? We G- called it a noisy quiet room. We had the, we had the G- PG GP, room. GP room. GP room. GP room. Uh, was it GP? Or PG room? Something like that. I think it was GP room. Fucking the first forty-five minutes of Return to Oz. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> often. Holy oh, fuck! Uh, that's often. <laughs> Jesus, uh, some dump by the They wonder where the way we are. <laughs> and uh, another one that I was quite picked was um, where the wild things are. Oh, and, yeah, and that's like. Oh, Ah, uh, that's like that's, that's a, a hard talk about a bleed at the radiators, that's man. Ah, uh, that one's that. Sometimes I have to be in the mood for that. Well, I have to be make sure that there's nobody run. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, I've yeah. said, I said to uh, Claire, I was like, like, if we're watching this, I'm, you're going to see me at my worst. <laughs> you see me at my weakest. Especially like, especially now Gandolfini's away. Oh man, it's like it's going to be it a is, hell. F- it is. I can tell you that. Nah, I watched it last year, and fuck me, man. I so like I told you about. Uh, the the when I live with Nickel, what happened with that film? But I'll I'll say it again anyway. So, the when I live with Nickel, um, my, our pal, um, he came in, uh, after like I think he was away at work or something, and he came back and I was sitting watching where the well things are, bawling my eyes out, <laughs> <laughs> and I had like you know like not just a wee greet. This is wet face, ugly <laughs> greet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know the big swells. <laughs> I uh, totally like Arnie landing on Mars. Like, like a cell in the mirror. <laughs> Facial hair full of snot as well. Aye, aye. Oh. And Nico came around and he comes up to me, he's like, oh, Daddy, what's wrong? What's happened? I And it's that, like, it perfectly uh, captures. The, the skint knee hang being wee mm. uh, and getting lost in your own imagination and it's it made nice me feel like a wee boy ah, it's a nice beautiful it's Jim Henson like wooden yeah. aesthetic taste yeah exactly really, really and uh, finally my other one was going to be Bugsy Malone oh um, that was like that was on at Christmas a lot no not a fan I love it and again oh. it's like it is Wayne singing Wayne singing <laughs> ah way up the road <laughs> <laughs> It's an activity play you never want it. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely, this is, this is where we disagree with Hook as well. It's an activity oh! fucking play. It's an activity play and it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, and again, it's the Dick Tracy thing where it's clearly and all And you're a man for Dick Tracy's on Hook? Yep. Maybe man for Dick Tracy's on Hook. When do we eat? I can't mind his name because I don't like that. That's gone anyway. We shite number five or something like that. We're casting a wee shites today. Well, that's good, Stephen. <laughs> oh, Fuse could be in the film, eh? Big belly, ho, 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 And again, it's that, like, it's clearly shot a bag law and it's pure escapism. There's nothing that. that that uh, will make me feel like a Wayne as much as that kind of film. Uh, that, Dick Tracy, and a whole bunch of others. You know? um, the thing that I found out about Dick Tracy was, especially upon its release, it was released in America with a cartoon preface in it. Oh. oh. Like, see, when it, see when, it, when it came out, like they'd done like a kind of like a, a serial matinee kind of like sort of vibe. Uh, so before it, you had a Spielberg-produced Roger Rabbit shot post right. Who Framed Roger Rabbit 
So it was like kind of like what Disney, what Pixar do, they know with their stuff, they've got their wee shot and then they've got the big film. Aye. That's what Beatty done with Dick Tracy, so they released it with a Roger Rabbit film called Roller Coaster Rabbit. It's yeah, like yeah. five minutes long. Aye. And then after that, obviously... I didn't even know that Aye, before Dick Tracy. That's on the DVDs and that now. Aye, it's really yeah. good. I, I watched the... I, I didn't like Roger Rabbit. I kind of stick the week on. No. But, um, I'll, <laughs> so what the fuck is this, guys? Sorry, I just like... <laughs> <laughs> Richie's just pulled my trousers down. Like, I spanked my ass. I didn't... I, personally, I didn't like Roger Rabbit. But like the cartoon's really nice and it's got that, obviously, Animaniacs, Warner Brothers, like, <laughs> just thing about it. It's got really nice animation and all that. It's like the roller, the bit where it gets to the roller coaster is fucking fantastic. Is that on the Roger Rabbit DVD? I'm not sure, Aye. man. I'm not right. sure. Because I, I think there's like they, three they, shots. They released the video, and but it was like a double bill. Mm. And then the second video was the, the two cartoons and stuff like that. Aye, so they did right. release it before, but it's, uh, it's part of the anniversary DVD. Aye, I'm sure there's like two or three Roger Rabbit shorts that they've done after the film. Because the film's 88 and that's 90, like Dick right. Day. So they're like after that. I think that was the... Um, Essentially, starting to go into their Animaniacs freakazoid phases mm-hmm. with all that sort is, of things. Sorry, is Roger Rabbit pre or post Back to the Future 2? Post. Is it after? When's uh, Back to the Future 2? Back to the Future 2 is 88. So oh no! Same year. Same year. Aye. So, two. Alright, oh, okay. That's. I, th- I was going to say, I think Roger Rabbit's the first film I've seen. Aye, so it's three years but apart between them in there, so it's like 85, 88, 90, 91. Was it? Because okay. Back to Future 2 and 3 were basically shot. We were back to back, yeah, because there's a trailer aye, so, for 3 at the end. Yeah, that's two, right. Aye. Aye. Okay. Um, aye, but so that's that's how they released it. We all, I don't think we got it over here, but that's how they released it in America. That's like a kind of wee man. And I remember seeing the, the cartoon in the cinema, like, because we got Roger Rabbit obviously like a year after. Mm. So aye, I remember seeing Roger Rabbit. I had. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> I remember my mum like my being like, You can't take him out like this, he's ill. I'm like, I want to go and see. Sweet, get the jobby sweats. I want to go and see Roger Rabbit. <laughs> like, fuck off, nappy. <laughs> I'm sitting there shaking like a petting dog, darling. And, and I, the Roger Rabbit, there was a cartoon, a wee short played before the actual film. Okay. There's definitely yeah. like a lot of just lost short films out there that were playing at the. Oh, it's like I remember I had to do a thing about the. Um, Oh god, I can't remember what it's called. There was a short film that played at the start of Empire Strikes Back by the director of Battlefield Earth. Oh, but geez. he was also the guy who designed the lightsaber. Well, oh, fuck what? I mean, is that who? That, is that who he is? He was. Well, he, he, worked in the, he worked in the art department, basically. Yeah. Of Star Wars. Oh, this guy. <laughs> he worked in the art department of Star Wars, and then he went on. He he uh, he was obviously pals with George Lucas, and mm. he wanted to make a short film. And George Lucas was like, well, bang at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back in Europe. And then I think the film was lost and then it was recovered because Glasgow Film Festival had it a few years ago. Roger Christian. Roger Christian, that's it. Now he... Ah, apparently he designed the lightsaber. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was uh, an ancient tribe of Jedi's, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was Yoda. Yoda drew them and then they made them in a factory. <laughs> <laughs> Big assembly line. The <laughs> there you go. Just... The short film was called Black Angel. Ooh. Uh, was it animated? Or it was, was it... No, it was live action. Live action fantasy short shot in Scotland. Oh. And when was this? When was it made? 1980. Aye. So it played at the start of Empire Strikes Back when Empire Strikes Back was in the cinema. Right, man. So it makes me think about, like, I wonder how many short films or just, aye, aye, just were just... Just deep to the Imagine world. that. Short film. Go to the cinema and get a wee short before the... That'd, That'd be, be great. great. That'd be great, like I. Aye, <laughs> you can't oh, yeah. tell, just see Richie's O face. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> I, um, 
I, so I, if you're ready for, for, for Keyword Roundup? Have you We're ready for Keyword Roundup. Oh, okay. Uh, keyword Roundup for Dick Tracy. Yet again, if you don't know what Keyword Roundup is, uh, I go on. Where I the hell you been? Where the fuck are you been? <laughs> Where the fuck you been, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you just said goodbye to Keyword Roundup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I keyword lined up. I go on IMDb and find the sort of like ten best keywords relating to the film that we've just spoke about and the film's Dick Tracy. And the keywords here are orphan, starving child, <laughs> mob summit, <laughs> greenhouse, bribe, love triangle, seduction, Ooh. Disney, <laughs> directed by a star. And nipples visible through clothing. <laughs> oh, I'm going on the last one. <laughs> you got me going. Bye. Uh, that's it. And the one thing I wanted to ask you was, Danny, is this your Angels with Dirty Faces? <laughs> <laughs> you got damn right. Is this is your Christmas film. This is your Angels with Dirty Faces. Fucking a. <laughs> So if you haven't seen Dick Tracy, and I know a lot of folk haven't, just get a fucking go. I mean, I think a lot of folks' exposure would maybe have been through the like through the Sega game as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was yeah, I never yeah, watched yeah. it when I was wee. Yeah. Like the first time I ever my exposure to it was renting it for Global Video for the Sega. Right. So that's the only time I knew about Dick Tracy up until I was maybe about ten ish. As Sean Connery's favourite. You motherfucker. Ten ish. Oh, do you know um, I, I mind rent, trying to rent Lawnmower Man because I was playing the Mega Drive game oh, and I, I wasn't old enough so I had to class. get Lawnmower Man 2 oh. <laughs> well, there's a good aesthetic to Lawnmower Man 2 but my god it is fucking hard going first one's great first one's like basically a Millennium Donor advert <laughs> for like 90 minutes great oh god Oh, good. Jeff, so, Jeff Fahey has a... Jeff, ah, yeah. So Jeff, is he in the second one as well? No. No. Right. Jeff Fahey uh, playing a questionable character. Ah, uh, right. And dungarees. <laughs> and dungies nonetheless. That's how you can. He's a no richter. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Um, hopefully you've enjoyed us talking about um, Al Pacino being amazing. Aye. <laughs> and, and, gums. Um, and we'll be back... With a new episode. We'll be back after the short advert break. Ardvert. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after the short advert. Blue apron, square space. <laughs> yeah, mattress. Video Namaste will continue after the news. Where Finlay will make a wee choice. Are you about to give him a teaser or what it will be? Nah. Right. Right. Cheers. <laughs> that, that's the mystery. That's the mystery. <laughs> right. Right, Cheers. Uh, come, right. come find us on. My mum shout me for my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> come find us on Twitter. I'm going to do the social media thing at the end every Same. time. We, go are, for it. we are at Video Namaste. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got personal ones, but you didn't really want to. You, you, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you didn't want to come with that. Hell, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't worry about needles. Right, aye, cheers, and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. <laughs> see you soon. And we hope that you're getting all warm and cosy for winter. Yes. And you're enjoying it. Let's give them a nice wee cosy goodbye then. Bye. Goodbye.